0: Hello and welcome to The Car Trade Revisited, the podcast where we talk about our industry and why we love it so much. I'm Gordon McLeish. I've spent over five decades in the trade. In the coming episodes, I'll try to inform, entertain and remind you of the things that you've probably forgotten, the things that make us all caries. So come along and join me on my nostalgic journey. Kids were growing up. The work was relentless and it was hard. Anyone that dreams of owning a little country pub should have a month running one on their own. Then decide. The hours just kill you. So we decided that one day, if we got an offer on the hotel, maybe we should accept it. And you know what? One day we did. And off we were. Back to Melbourne. Plan A was to go overseas. Do a bit of a tour of Europe maybe a cruise on a ship, and then I'd come back and we'd look for a little business opportunity or even a good job. We rented a villa unit in Nutterwadding and booked the kids into the local school. It was while we decided what we were actually going to do with the rest of our lives. No hurry, we were quite comfortable. One morning I said to my wife, Marion, I think I'll go over to the Volvo dealership and get the cars serviced. I'll see you in a few hours. Yeah, OK, she said, see you later. White Whitehorse Motors were just around the corner from our flat. It wasn't uh, to be a long service, but if it was, I thought, well, at least I could walk home from there quite easily. Then after booking it in with the service people, Noel Cheney sees me, sits me down, makes me a cup of coffee. I was going to be a few hours at the yard, and so we just filled in the time chatting, chit-chatting about the pub and all the funny little stories and things that had happened there. Phone call comes through, Noel gets tied up, sorry Gordon, I'll catch you later, and off he wandered. One of the other salespeople, Dick Sampson, he was the used car manager, he was there selling used cars and he came over and talking away about this and that and the other. Another new car salesman came over, Ron Cantor, a lovely guy, Ron, came over, spoke to me for a while and he sort of got tied up as well. It was very busy the day I was there. So I was being handed from one salesman to the next and I was just, It was just like old days. The atmosphere, it was just the same. It it was quite a good feeling, actually. I was enjoying myself, just watching and listening to banter that only happens in a car yard. It was like I was transported back in time to working in the car trade again. And I was just loving it. Then Tony Hillier, one of the directors, came over to me and introduced himself. He said, hi, Gordon. I've got a favour to ask of you. Noel tells me that you're from the car trade originally and that you're driving a 164. I said, yep, that's right. My car's in for service at the moment. Well, I've got this guy up in Box Hill and he's got an old Peugeot he's driving. He's rung us up on a demo, a 164, that we've advertised in today's paper. He wants to have someone bring it up to him and let him have a drive and check it over. But let's not have anyone free at the moment. They're all busy. I was wondering if you were going to be a, another hour or so waiting here. Well, could you do us a favour? Could you run it up to him? Just let him have a drive of it. No, you know. no problems, I said. So I walked over, checked the car out. It looked quite nice. The L-form was in the window. That's a, a form that tells you about the car's previous owner and its year and its model and how much it is, etc. And Tony showed me the advert. and It had been heavily discounted compared to the L-form's price. And I thought it was good value. So he said, "You know all about one six fours, so just show it to him. Tell him we'll get back to him when I get someone who's free." Yep, no worries, no problems, Tony. And off I went to Box Hill. I met the fellow, took him for a drive in the car. I told him I was a customer and went on to explain to him that I owned one of these and how good a car they were and how well it towed my boat and how I had a one four four before that and all those sort of things. He was sort of a Peugeot nut, but... I could see he was impressed with the car and he he showed all the signs of buying signals that you see after selling stuff for years. Caressing the car, standing back, admiring it, sitting behind the steering wheel, moving it from side to side. You know, just like the old fire station horse, I I could hear fire bells ringing. Then he said, I wonder what i get for my old Peugeot. Gotcha. I'm not sure. If you want me to find out, I'll run it back down to the yard and get someone to have a look at it for you leave the keys to the Volvo here. Are you sure? Ah, I've got nothing better to do for the next two hours. Happy to do so. So I drove the Peugeot back to Nutterwaddy and they looked it over and kicked a few tyres and revved it and looked for smoke and the valuer looked at it and then Dick Sampson looked at it and they said, ah, it's worth five grand. Whatever, well, I think it was five grand. I'm sure it was. So I went back to Box Hill with the good news. (laughs) He said, um... Well, that's fifteen grand for this, less five grand for mine, so it's about a ten grand changeover. Do you think that's a good deal? Like he's asking me, I'm supposed to be a customer. Sounds good to me, but most importantly, never mind the deal. Do you like the car enough to own it? Whoops, it was coming back. The old trial close was on, and I wasn't really trying to sell him the car. It just sort of fell out my mouth. After all, I was just a customer like him. Or oh, was I really a customer just like him? Uh, he said, uh, I love the car. Well, don't procrastinate. It's in today's paper. They showed me the ad and it's heavily discounted. You might miss it. I reckon they have a lot more calls. I don't want to get back with it. The close was on. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yep. You're a smooth talker, he said. Sold. But what do I do next? Well, what say I leave it here, take your Peugeot back with you, and I'll get someone to come back and do the paperwork. That way they can't sell it to anyone else. And what about payment? <laughs> That's easy. Just give me a cheque for the 10 grand. And he did. Sold. I'd sold a car. Easy peasy. And I wasn't even working there. With a cheque for 10 grand in my hand, keys to his car, and a lot of paperwork, and all the service materials that he'd kept over the years, I left him the Volvo and the Volvo's keys, and I drove back to Wadding. I handed a cheque over to Tony Hillier and said, uh, I sold the Volvo, but you'll need to get someone to go and do the paperwork and sign him up properly, you know. Tony was flabbergasted. Well done, he said. Thank you very much. Job done. I sat down and had another cup of coffee. And you know, that feeling, the, the feeling that I first had back in the early 60s at Paddos, the, the feeling I got when I signed up my first customer, it just, it, it had come rushing back. It was like a sort of a shot of adrenaline. And, you know, I just loved the feeling. It was good. And Noel Cheney eventually arrived back from whatever he's doing and said, You sold a car? Yeah. It was all right, too. It was a lot of fun. And he said, You know what? They're looking for a used car salesman here. Any chance you might be available? Like, what are you doing for work? Noel, we're going overseas for a break. We've worked hard. We need that break. Ah, oh, Gordo, you can have holidays anytime. You'll need a, you know, you'll get a nice new demo here. We give all new demos to used car salespeople. What about a nice 264 to drive? They just mind-snap. You were selling me. on starting working that. Or, oh, he said, a 245 Volvo wagon. It's got a nice dicky seat in the back for your kids. And I said, no, Marion's going to kill me. If I did that, Marion would absolutely, j just, I'd be dead. See that car you sold, Gordon? It was a double old stocker. If you are a salesman working here, you'd get, let's see, I'll just do the numbers, right? You get $180, $200, around $200 commission. I nearly fell over. $200? Yeah, the average whacker here sells three or four cars a week, Gordon. My mind started racing through some numbers, working out and 200 times 5 equals five, do 6 of them, plus from the retainer of 500. So that's about $1,500 a week. Total net profit from the hotel was nothing near that. All those hours that we'd put in, I couldn't have earned that sort of money in a month that I was earning in a week if I started with them. So long story short... I took my life, and some could say my um, marriage in my hands, and I drove home in a lovely 264 Volvo station wagon, a 6 It was just beautiful. Metallic silver colour, dicky seat in the back, beige leather trim. I drove up the driveway, and Marion walked out, and she just looked at me and said, My God, what have you done? My God, what have you done? She was thinking that I'd bought another car. (laughs) I haven't done anything. One thing I have done is uh, I've gone back into the car trade and I'm now employed by Whitehorse Motors and Volvo people, so there, uh, as a used car salesman. And she just looked at me and her mouth opened up and she looked at me again. She said, a used car salesperson. And then she repeated, a used car salesperson. And I stared back and I said, you sound just like my mum. What about our trip? What about our break? What about our plan A? Oh well, whatever. Plan B it is, I knew you missed selling. And with that, I was back in the trade I love. Before I go, I'd also like to remind you that I have a website now, www.gordonmcleish.com and you'll find some um, photos, some Diagrams, some funny memes, and uh, a link to some of these podcasts, as well as photos um, of adverts that people have uh, been posting, and just some general bits and pieces that might be of interest to you. So that's www.gordonmacleish.com. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, or subscribe to, or follow this podcast. Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host Gordon McLeish and thank you for listening.